Welcome to the first episode of my new podcast called Podcast Handstand. My name is JR. I am so excited to have you all here. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. I wanted to do a gymnastics podcast, but I wasn't really sure the format. So it's taken me a little while to really settle into the idea of what I wanted. And here we are, Podcast Handstand, a gymnastics podcast solely dedicated to the recreational gymnastics world. That could include parents who have gymnasts already enrolled and taking rec classes. Maybe you're a parent who is interested in enrolling your child or children in gymnastics, recreational coaches, even gym owners who are wanting to perhaps strengthen their program, add some programs to your already existing gym. We're going to have a lot of discussions, going to give you a lot of information, and hopefully you're going to learn some, some new things that you didn't already know. Just to give you a little bit of information on myself, my name is J.R. Jakeway, and I have 31 years of coaching experience. I started when I was 17 years old, and I'm no longer 17. I'm 48, and I've been coaching for a long time. Gymnastics has been something that's really given me a lot of self-confidence. It's given me the ability to do so many things in my life. I owned a gym in Colorado for 10 years. I've worked at three national team training centers, and I've been inside a lot of gyms. And so I've taken a lot of things that I liked from those gyms and a lot of the things that I didn't like from those gyms and helped to kind of mold the coach and the person that I am. So hopefully some of that information will seem valuable to you. Let's talk about a few things. Recreational gymnastics, what is it? So let's give you a little bit of data here just to give you some context. According to Sports and Fitness Industries Association, there were 4.57 million gymnasts in the United States in 2023. A lot of kids, a lot of folks. 49% of that number of gymnasts were reported to be between the ages of 6 and 12. So we're talking somewhere around 2.23 million kids. Of that 4.57 million, only about 120,000 were actively involved in competitive gymnastics. That's only 2.62% of all of those gymnasts. 2.62 of 4.57 million. The rest, who are they and where are they? Well, the rest of those kids are considered recreational gymnastics, or henceforward, we will refer to them as rec gymnasts. They are the majority population, or about 99% of all gymnastics occupants, participants um, at all the gymnastics facilities. Now, Smart Scrapers reported that in 2023, there were 6,033 gymnastics clubs in the United States. So, if we're breaking down some numbers and we're looking at data, 4.57 million gymnasts, if you divide those into 6,033 gyms, that gives us an average of 757 enrolled gymnasts per club. Now, obviously, there are going to be some clubs that have a lot more and clubs with less. So it gives you an idea, and that pretty much tracks with the average enrollment that I've seen in clubs around the Los Angeles area where I live. So that's proof right there that the recreational gymnastics program is large and it could always use more support. So my goal here is to create a platform where listeners can get information they may have otherwise found hard to find. 
maybe ask questions. If you're a rec coach, a parent with an issue at your gym and you need advice. Also, I'd love to add resources for coaches and owners that would hopefully help strengthen your program. Anything from building a stronger preschool program, maybe you're wanting to add a boys program or a ninja program. And there, you know, really the the possibilities are endless is what I'm trying to say. For this first episode, I thought it would be good if we could offer some information to parents who are looking to find a gym for their kids. So these are the parents who have not yet found a place to enroll their kids. On my Instagram a couple weeks ago, I posted a video with five questions that parents should be asking when they're looking to enroll their kids in gymnastics. The first thing was, when you call, ask if they offer a free trial class. This should be a given. Every gym, I think at this point, are going to be offering a free trial class, an opportunity for you to bring your child into a class, see how the class is operated, get a sense of the gym, the coaches. If a gym is not offering a free trial class, then you're going to want to pass that one up and go someplace else. You should not be required to enroll a child in something that you can't see the product first. Um, second question that I would ask, what are the ages of your recreational coaches? Now, there are a lot of gyms out there that have really young rec coaches. They kind of rely on those high schoolers and young college kids to coach coach the rec classes while the more seasoned, experienced coaches are doing team. Now, if you can find a gym where they have actual adults leading the recreational classes or they have an adult who is the recreational director overseeing what's happening with those younger coaches, then that's going to be really beneficial. Now, I'm not saying that if you have a coach who's teaching your child and they are in high school that they're not going to be good because that's not true. I've known high school kids who have just naturally been really good at coaching and you know, we're always so thankful to have those kind of coaches, those young ones that come in. A lot of times they were in gymnastics herself, but not always. So it's not a automatic no if the coaches are pretty young. However, there are a few other things that you're going to want to ask if the answer is yes, a lot of the coaches are quite young. First of all, are your coaches USAG safety certified? This is kind of coincides with a professional USAG membership. And it is something that in my mind as a former gym owner and a former rec director, it's really valuable in covering all your bases. That course includes a safety and risk management course. It's about four to five hours. It, it's a little costly. It's $75 per member if you are a USAG member. Otherwise, it's about 100 And it provides a couple of really important things. Let me read the description from USA Gymnastics website. The primary goal of this course is to increase safety and risk management awareness and has been designed for a variety of audiences, gymnastics, coaches, teachers, instructors, club owners, meet directors, judges, athletes, and others. The USA Gymnastics Safety Risk Management course addresses risks in gymnastics and provides educational guidance and tools gymnastics professionals need to deal with risk and uncertainty in the sport. So it really does prepare, especially a younger, less experienced coach to handle certain situations that come up in the gym. So when you're shopping around for gymnastics clubs, 
to know that a gym has taken the time to have their coaches take this course, that they're spending the money to have their coaches take this, I think that says a lot about their program. So I would be a little bit weary of a gym that does not have any of their rec coaches USAG certified or have taken the safety and risk management course. Another question, are your coaches CPR or first aid certified? Now, I think it goes without saying that you will feel a lot more at ease if you know that these coaches who are leading your kids are educated on ways to address the situation, a health crisis, should it come up. So I think that goes without saying. A lot of the gyms will have one or two people in the gym who are CPR first aid certified. But what happens when neither of those people or any of those folks are in the gym when when they need to be, when an issue arises? And that's a serious question that should be asked and should be considered by parents. And then finally, what type of continued training does your coaches receive? Some assurance that the coaches, especially the younger ones, are continuing to hone their craft. Are they having monthly staff meetings? Are they having bi-monthly? What kind of training as far as spotting, learning new techniques is happening in that gym? And I think that a, an owner who is dedicated to continuing education with their staff is somebody who really cares about the overall development and the quality of the product. So take these as at face value. I think that if you are looking around for a gymnastics gym for your kid, it's just really important that you feel safe. Take the time to ask questions to any other parent that's there on the day that you have a trial class. You know, ask them how they feel about the gym. Do they feel like it's been a safe environment? What they feel about the particular coach that your child is with. There are parents who are glad to give you their opinion. And don't assume that just because a parent is there in a class that they love that class and they're super supportive. Maybe they're a parent who's on their way out. They've already given their notice, but they're finishing their contractual obligation. They're going to be happy to share any and all information, positive and negative experiences, and that that information can be valuable. So please make sure that you're doing it. I think across the board, rec gymnastics is one of the most amazing, wonderful, fun things that a kid can do. It really does set them up in so many areas. You have gymnasts or kids who have been in gymnastics go on to see success in other sports because gymnastics is really a building block for learning hand-eye coordination, balance, as well as all the social skills that goes with being a gymnastics class, learning to take turns, wait in line, and sharing. There's just so many benefits to the sport of gymnastics. And for me, it's been something that I continue to love and I want to contribute positively in any way that I can. I really hope that you continue to listen to this podcast. I want to hear from you. If you have any questions or concerns about things that are happening in your gym, if you want to share anything, good or bad, from a gym in your area, you know, you don't have to name the gym. It can be anonymous, but we'd love to hear from you. I'm going to be adding resources to show notes. So on days that I use examples of drills or examples of ways to grow programs, I'm going to make sure and include those in the show notes. 
be looking out for a new Instagram account for Podcast Handstand, where I'll be posting videos and some some video clips from this recorded podcast and sharing anything else that comes my way from you, the listeners. Again, my name is J.R. Jakeway. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Podcast Handstand, and I look forward to many, many more episodes with you.